right, welcome back to the Ohio High School Hoops Around the State podcast. As always, your host, Kurt Stubbs from Ohio HS Hoops, joined once again by Prep Hoops Ohio's Mike Roth. Uh, decided to bring him back after his performance with his district picks a couple of weeks ago. Hard to believe that uh, we're already getting ready for regional week here for the boys. The girls are finishing up this week uh, for their uh, trip to UD. The boys will be down at UD next week, uh, the 16 surviving teams of this week. So it goes fast. Um, Mike was just telling me about how many he, uh, how many district picks of his turned out. Um, I should be able to give you a pretty decent number after we look at these. But, um, Mike, how's it going today, man? It's good. A lot of driving these past couple days. You know, Columbus on Saturday. I was also at Wellston on Friday for the Southeast Division Four games. And then I was at the University of Cincinnati on Sunday. Um, and now back home in Vermilion for spring break week. A lot of ball, a lot of travel. I'm sure I, I'm, I was in Columbus on Saturday for all four. Um, so I was, I was there. Um, didn't get to go to Cincinnati on Sunday, but they had the four Division One games down there on Sunday, uh, which concluded pretty late uh, on Sunday night. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna do our best here to give you our regional picks um, in all four divisions. So we're gonna try to get you set for this week. Division four kicking things off uh, tomorrow night per usual. Uh, so that is where we're gonna start. So we'll start um, in the Canton regional, uh, where we have two matchups there. And to me, clearly the two best teams in this four-team regional are playing each other in the semifinal. You got Richmond Heights um, playing a red-hot Margarita team. And then in the other semifinal, you have Vienna Matthews, uh, who is 25-1, against a Louisville St. Thomas Aquinas team that came into the tournament at 10-10. and uh, I believe they lost four straight games heading into the tournament, but uh, they've won four straight now and sit at 14-10. and 10, And that is the other semifinal game there at Canton. Um, Mike, I mean, it would be kind of crazy to to go against Richmond Heights with, with what they've done this year. I mean, you know, when you look at the losses, it's, it's, it's Fairfield, it's, uh, it's Green, it's St. V, it's Brush. That's it. Um, they hold a win over two Division One regional qualifiers in Cleveland Heights and Lakewood St. Ed's. Um, this is a team that was at the state last year in the Final Four, lost, lost to Botkins, um, added a couple of pieces to this team uh, from Benedictine. Uh, I mean, I really like this Margarita team. I mean, I think they're a really, really good Division Four team. Um, I think they're just got a bad draw here. Um, I like Richmond Heights. I like the Spartans to advance out of this regional. And I think they're going to play St. Thomas Aquinas in a regional final. That would be my picks. Interesting. Um, I think this is the year for Richmond Heights. Um, I haven't said that in the past. So for anybody being like, oh, people pick Richmond Heights to win the title every year. That's not me. 
Okay. They are one of the contenders pretty much every year. Um, but I think when they lost to Crestview, I think that Crestview team was better than them. Um, I thought any of Botkins or um, Columbus Grove could have uh, beaten them last year. So I think this year is different. I think Josiah Harris is a senior, um, plus the two freshmen, Derek Barber and Dorian Jones. Uh, they got size with the Benedictine transfers, London Maiden and Dietrich Hurst on the wing. I really like this Richmond Heights team. Um, Jake Leibacher has had a great year for Margareta. Um, so, yeah, there's if they can keep this competitive, that'll be a solid way to end their season. Um, and then also shout out to uh, the town of Louisville getting to uh, two teams into uh, as district champions. That's uh, probably something that doesn't happen very often. Um, but I, I'll pick Matthews. Uh, to get by St. Thomas Aquinas, they uh, when you've gone twenty-five and one, I'll pick you against a team that was just five hundred heading into the tournament. All right, so we're both going to go with Richmond Heights to advance out of here. We do have a difference in a semifinal game. All right, moving down to Athens, um, interesting uh, final four here. Uh, you got Newark Catholic, who was under five hundred coming into the tournament. They're now thirteen and eleven. Um, and they will play 21 and 4 Berlin Highland. Um, and then in the other semifinal, you got Lucasville Valley, who I believe is 20 and 4, uh, playing uh, Western Latham, who I want to say is around 23 and 2, 24 and 2, something like that. Um, interesting matchups here. Uh, Highland caught a nice break the other night. Uh, with Michael Miner getting hurt in the first quarter in that district final game against Malvern. That's a that's a big rivalry game. Um, those teams are very familiar with each other. And, you know, the one thing that's hard to do, it's hard. I, I know they lost last year to New Boston, but it's really hard to pick against Highland um, down in that southeast. Coach Slayball, I mean, he just – it doesn't matter what the team is, like he, he's had studs uh, back in 2011, 2012, and he's taken teams with just kind of really solid players to the state. Um, but, you know, Newark Catholic has been, they play a, a pretty decent schedule. They play in the Licking County League. Um, Cole Cantor's a, a really good player. Uh, but I'm going to take Highland in the first semifinal. I, I just think that uh, Coach Schleyball does such an excellent job, and they'll find a way to win that game. And I like Lucasville Valley in the second game down there against uh, Western, and I think I am going to take Lucasville Valley to beat Highland in the regional final. Stubbs taking my picks um, to add a little bit more insight on uh, yeah, because you've seen you... you've seen those two those teams last week down at Wellston. I've always like Highland in person this year. Um, so yeah, uh, talking about the Southeast Ohio teams, Lucasville Valley, they play a very fast brand of basketball. They full court press you pretty much the entire game, which is interesting because they only play six dudes. Um, so foul trouble could be that comes back to them. Um, Stewart, senior leader for them, he really picked it up when. 
star saw he had slightly below by standards in the district final um against leesburg fairfield it was impressive that luke Philbet was able to come back from multiple 60 point deficits in that one um and then latham western they pulled off the ups and stumbles that mitt state last year lost to berlin highland i do believe um, and returned all five starters. Whether they seemed like they had more off the talent than um, um They play mostly seniors, but they also had three freshmen rest, two of them all the four. Um, about one of their freshmen on Prep Hoops Ohio. He seems like a, a legitimate college prospect in his career. Uh, his name is Drew Haggy. I believe. Um, and then Western got a couple solid uh, seniors. Miller led their team in scoring in their upset against the Tomcats. Um, I believe this is school doesn't have football. So basketball is a big, big deal. Uh, their community really packed out Wellston High School. Um, I think you're going to get a really solid pair of games. Uh, would go Berlin Highland in the first semi and Lucasville Valley to all right so so far we're same picks uh, on the left side of the bracket there so we've got Richmond Heights and Lucasville Valley advancing to UD Arena uh, moving over to the top right um, this would be the Kettering Regional um, I think there are three really good teams in this regional. Um, Springfield, Catholic Central will take on Botkins. Um, those two teams have both only lost two games. Botkins' only two losses were a one-point double overtime loss to Tri Village at the. Oh, I'm. No, they beat Tri. They, they beat, beat Tri Village. Yeah, yep. so Botkins, Botkins' two losses were to Marion Local. Um, I believe that game was by one point, and their other loss was to Lima Shawnee, which was a two-point defeat. And I think they had like a 20-point lead in that game um, and let that slip away, and Shawnee was able to beat them. That's a D2 team in the Western Buckeye League. But Springfield Central Catholic also um, – Cedarville, one-point loss, and then a five-point loss to Troy Christian, and that's it. Uh, so only four losses between those two teams. And then in the bottom, you have East Knox, um, who gets to be the team that comes out of the Central District down here and gets a Tri-Valley team that has just been on fire uh, of late. Tri-Valley with three losses, and those were... Uh, Village. What's that? Oh, tri yeah, Tri-Village. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tri Valley with a uh, heartbreak over ah, tri Yeah, Tri Village, uh, pardon me, uh, has three losses. Uh, one in the opener to D1 Mason. They lost at the buzzer on a three ball against Fairland. Uh, and they also lost that double overtime game by a point to Botkin. So since that game, Tri Valley or Tri, tri, tri Village has been um, pretty much. Unstoppable. They're winning their tournament games by an average of almost 50 points per game. Uh, I'm going to, 
I, I mean, I just I can't pick against Botkins and Tri Village here. I, I believe that that is going to be your your regional final, and to me, I mean, I don't see where you can have a strong feeling one way or another. The, I think these teams are both extremely good. Um, you know, Botkins being there before with the Plyman brothers and Jamison Meyer and uh, Dylan Top, you know, that's a real good uh, quartet for, for Botkins. And then Tri-Village obviously has a ton of experience and size. Um, boy, I'm going to go with Botkins. There it, we go. We, we're different. I'm going to go with Botkins. I mean, you could sell me real quick on Tri-Village, but I'm going to go with Botkins. Yeah, I've thought that Tri-Village was better than Botkins in the preseason. Um, I was at their regular season contest at Flying to the Hoop, and the postseason contest is going to be at the same place. Um, there were much back where looking at myself like how did Botkins not already win this game and then there were other stretches where I was like how did the game already won so it's interesting especially if it goes down to the wire like the first one did um two great teams I think that tri-village had a little more kind of scoring punch from like the position where if you can in a little bit of the game. I think that Botkins is going to struggle to score. Um, but you're flipping a coin here. Both, both teams. So you're going to, so this is the first one where we're, we're, we're going to vary on where I'm going to go with Botkins and you're going to go with Tri-Village. Um, I don't think you can go wrong with either one of those picks, to be honest with you. And and I and I don't want to slight East Knox, um, but you know they they've got they've got a literal 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 and figuratively a tall task ahead of it in Tri Village. Um, shout out to Jason Morrow's mom. That is her alma mater, which is East Knox. Um, so nice job for East Knox uh, advancing to the regional final. That's nothing to to slight. All right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They made it to the semis. They fell to Newark Catholic, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So the final region um, in Division Four is Bowling Green, which is a very, very good region. You got Ottoville uh, in this region taking on. Uh, Undefeated Tiffin Calvert at 25 and 0. And then you have Antwerp uh, with just the one loss uh, to Wayne Trace. And they are taking on a Marion local team that is uh, on fire as well. Um, Ottoville is a team, man, what, what an unbelievable job their coaching staff did with this team. You lose, you know, the two studs from last year. And then, uh, you know, Will, this, this is Will Miller's team. Um, he, he is definitely the, the ringleader of this team. And um, just a great job from this Putnam County School to get back to the regional 
uh, where they'll they'll be up against a pretty pretty big big hill here in uh, Tiffin Calvert, uh, Garrett Spawn, and um, Nolan Beaker. A lot of experience, all seniors on this team. Um, so I'm going to take Calvert to beat um, Ottoville. I owe them an apology. Uh, I did take Old Fort in a bit of an upset in the district final. That did not even come close to happening. Uh, Calvert beat them all three times this year. Uh, and then in the nightcap, Mike, this is another one. It's just like, to me, I mean, you could sell me either way here. Um, I know Antwerp has been knocking on the door, knocking on the door the last couple of years. Um, Marion Local, man, they've got a huge boost from the from the sophomore Napke, um, you know, just giving them giving them that size on the interior. They got a lot of football guys on, you know, some football guys like Peyton Audi on this team that have that winning pedigree. I'm going to take Marion Local to win the game, um, and then I'm going to take Marion Local to beat Calvert. I think the Flyers are going to be in Dayton. Wow. So this is where I'm going to be tomorrow night. Going to Bowling Green. Um, Antwerp is the only team I've seen this year. I did get to see Ottoville last year, and I like I saw the Willer, so I'm not surprised him back here, um, led by him. Great point guard matchup with Garrett Spawn, except for that game. Um, but I think Nightcap is uh, what people should be really excited for. Um, <clears throat> I'm not bad against bigger letters. Um, his senior year, I think he's, uh, if he's going out, he's going out to So I have dwarfed it on to States, uh, but give me Tiffin Calvert to remain unbeaten, um, uh, for at least one more game. But I am very excited to be in WG. Um, just good to, as somebody who covers the interstates, these division four teams that from a college recruiting perspective, don't get as much buzz. Um, and really like reward teams for winning because Marion Logan didn't make, didn't win their district. I wouldn't have seen them this year and I really wouldn't have gone out there. So they won their district. I'm going to get to see him play. Uh, excited to see Napke um, and what he's got on the table. Uh, rest the kid. So, um, yeah, is important. All right, so Mike's final four in Division Four then is Richmond Heights, Lucasville Valley, uh, Tribe Village, and Antwerp. And I am going to have the same on the left side of the bracket with Richmond Heights, Lucasville Valley, but on the right side, we got two different teams. I'm going to have Botkins and Marion Local. So, comes down to... The final four, I'll just go ahead. Uh, I'll take Richmond Heights over Lucasville Valley, and I will take Mar or I will take Botkins over Marion Local, and I'm going to have Richmond Heights dethroning Botkins in the finals. Um, in the preseason, I vision more rankings red. Number one, Richmond Heights. Number two, Tri-Village. Number three, Antwerp. Ever after seeing teams, 
I'm going to flip Antwerp and try village. So on my hypothetical bracket, I got Richmond over Lucasville Valley and then Antwerp over try village. Um, that's another one. I could just go either way, but yeah, I'll take Antwerp to get to state title game. And then, yeah, I am riding with Richmond Heights for the first time. So. All right. All right, so there you have it for Division 4. So we're going to move to Division 3. Uh, we'll start in the Athens Regional, uh, where you have the Garraway Pirates, uh, a team that I've kind of been doubting all year long, but they just keep winning. Um, they were able to win that district, beating Tusky Valley for a third time this year. And they will play a Wheelersburg team uh, that is probably a, a bit of a surprise that that they're here in the regional. Um, and then you have the Fairland Dragons taking on Columbus Afrocentric, who um, knocked out my pick in the district final, uh, Bishop Reedy. Uh, I thought that, to me, whoever won that game, and I'll go ahead and spoil it, whoever won that game was going to win the region for me, um, Reedy or Afrocentric. So, um, I'm going to pick Garraway to beat Wheelersburg, and I am going to pick Afrocentric to beat Fairland. And I'm going to have Afrocentric and Mike Bates returning to the Final Four this time in, at UD Arena. Yeah, I agree. Not much to add. Uh, I could see a scenario where not a single game of these three are within single digits. All right. Bumping down to Bowling Green. I think you got some interesting, I think you got an interesting semifinal here. Um, first one, I think OG uh, beats Eastwood handily. Um, OG has kind of run through the district so far, or run through the tournament so far. And then in the bottom, boy, Colonel Crawford undefeated um, had to storm back to beat Western Reserve in that district final in an all Sheldon Brothers uh, district final. But they survived. Um, you need to do that. Um, if you're going to make a championship run, you're going to have to survive a game, and they did. Uh, and they're going to get a Harvest Prep team um, that is probably you know, a little bit of a mystery to a lot of people around the state because they don't have that, like, headliner guy like they they typically have like when they had cj for it seemed like 16 years um cj um pena and then they had um kid that's at cincinnati i'm tr losing cj anthony yeah cj anthony yep so they had those guys i mean um most people knew those guys but this team's a little bit of an unknown uh david dennis has done a good job with this team um I just think it's hard to pick against a team like Colonel Crawford that's undefeated. Um, they had to overcome that that big deficit the other night. Um, so I think it's going to be OG and Colonel Crawford in the regional final. And I am going to take OG to advance back to the state for a second straight year. Uh have the same regional final game. However, I am going to take Colonel Crawford over uh, out of Glenmore 
I I like that Colonel Crawford had the battle in their district final to make a big comeback. Uh, really how strong Western Reserve was. That's uh, a really great coaching job after losing to probably the more Western Reserve had century. Um, and to make it back to a district final, one regular season loss, um, push Crawford to the edge. Um, but I th- I think the difference here are seniors. I think Harvest Prep, um, our best kids, Niles Keed Jr., uh, like the Brandon Roddy kid. He's a freshman. Adonis Abrams, he's a sophomore. Harvest does have seniors, I already said. Um, those, I think, the three most talented kids. Um, so I'm going to ride with the seniors over O-team Ed, super sophomore, Colin White, who I think will make it back to Dayton. It just will not be this season. So our first variance here um, in Division Three is you, you're going to go with Crawford. I'm going to go with OG. All right. So up in Canton. We've got Cardinal Mooney, who I almost talked myself into picking in the district um, and then went against them. Um, And they're going to play Campbell Memorial, who's had a great season, only one loss. Uh, And then in the bottom, you have Lutheran East against Norway. To me, I think the two best teams are playing each other in the the semis in Lutheran East and Norway. Um, Up top, I'm going to take Campbell Memorial to beat Mooney. Um, and then in the bottom, I'm going to take Norwayne over Lutheran East, and I am going to have Norwayne advancing to the Final Four. Yeah, I don't think that's crazy at all. Um, I watched most of the Fairview versus Norwayne game um, because the Southeast Ohio districts had like an hour and 15 minutes in between games, so I got to see most of uh Fairview's lost to Norway on live stream, and they were impressive. Um, I do think they are the two best teams in this region. I am just going to bet on the talent that Lutheran East has. Uh, their coaches have been here before. So I think that that's actually going to play like a pretty big factor um, because this is nothing unusual for them preparing for a regional semifinal game. Um, what's unusual about it is uh, they're not massive favorites. So I think that Lutheran East gets by Norway in a really tight game. Um, and I also am going to take Campbell Memorial over Mooney. Um, however, I think that game, I think Mooney might be able to yuck it up like they did in the district final. So I won't be surprised if that game's like 38-34 or something. Um so I am going to take Lutheran East, but um, yeah, I'm, if you had me put a spread on the Lutheran East Norway game, I'd go like Lutheran East minus three and a half. I'm with you, man, on that Mooney Campbell. I, I could I could see that thing just being ugly. Uh, yeah, the way Mooney likes it. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Campbell Memorial. They've had a good season. Um, so we're we're. We're off on that one as well. So you're going to go with Lutheran East. I'm going to go with Norway. The bottom half of this, uh, the bottom uh, region here at Kettering, 
Uh, this is interesting. You have Georgetown, so you got the G-Men taking on Dayton Meadowdale, um, who I believe was my pick to win that district. I snuck that one out. Um, and then in the bottom, you have uh, Cincinnati Marymount against Cincinnati Taft. Now, on paper, there's no one in these four or the, the other three teams on paper do not compare to Taft. However, I have seen Taft make some exits in the tournament over the years that they should not have made. Um, they are one zone defensive night away from checking out. But I just can't find the team in this four or in the other three that's going to do that. I'm going to take and what team could have. Yes. Carson Miles sent him home. Yes. Yeah, probably I would have thought long and hard about taking for sales to win yeah. this region, but. Carson Miles carried um, Georgetown to a victory there in the district finals. So I, I can't anymore. I won't. I'm I am going to take Georgetown in the semifinal. I'm gonna have them beat Meadowdale. I'm gonna have Taft beat Marymount in the in the other semi. I think that game is gonna be closer than a lot of people think. Um, and I'm going to take Taft to beat Georgetown reluctantly uh, in the regional final. Um, yeah, I, uh, I mean, looking at uh, just all these team schedules, I don't think Taft should have. I know I know they got challenged, but I, I think Taft is going to be okay. Um, I will also pick Georgetown to beat Meadowdale, um, but I would have thought long and hard about Versailles. Uh, I do eventually want to see Carson Miles. Uh, probably going to have to happen this uh, summer um, because his 26-point uh, his game against the type of defense that Versailles plays, Versailles isn't a team where it's going to be easy to drop almost 30 points against. So I want to see him. I will, I'll follow you, Taft over Georgetown in the regional final. All right, so Mike has Afrocentric, Colonel Crawford, Lutheran East, and Taft. And I have Afrocentric, Ottawa Glandorf, Norwayn, and Taft. Uh, I am going to um, boy, Afrocentric and OG. That's a that's a tough call. Um, I know OG is really good at taking away what you do well, um, and they have a guy. OG has a guy, um, and of course, Afrocentric. That's a guy uh, in Dalen Swain. They've also got uh, Dan Wagner's got a ton of experience for that team. Um, mm. I'm going to, man, 
I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass for a second. Who, All right. So, um, so you I'm got Afrocentric Colonel Crawford. What? What are you? Yeah. How are you feeling about that? I'm thinking back about your question of who's the guy who elevates himself, and my answer was wrong. It was Dalen Swain. He's gonna be the guy. He was Prep Hoops Ohio's number one uh, prospect in the state for 2023. Um, got a bit of pushback from about four different kit, four different kids. People also thought could have been number one. Um, I think Swain has proven with the city championship game um, and a district final that he he really might be. That number one guy in 2023. However, I'm going to go Colonel Crawford over Afrocentric, and I'm going to go Taft over Lutheran East, and I'm going to go Colonel Crawford over Taft. But I think that these teams are all very close. I think between Afrocentric, Ottawa Glandorf, Colonel Crawford, Lutheran East, Norwayne, and Taft. I think any one of those six teams all probably should have at least a 10 to 15% chance of taking home this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I think you're, you're spot on with that. I think, I think Division Three is the one division where it's kind of like, Here's a group. Who could it be? Yeah, here's yeah. here's a group of teams. Uh, you know, take your pick. So after thinking about it, I'm gonna go with OG. And when I was thinking about it, there's a lot of guys on that team that played in the semifinal last year against Lutheran East. Um, game was competitive. Um, I never felt like Lutheran East was not gonna win that game. Um, and then, you know, OG did have a couple of really good seniors on that team that they lost, but, um, yeah, Brennan Blevins, yeah. 25 points on like six, three pointers. Yeah. So, but, you know, Colin White's another year older. Um, he's a stud. Um, OG always has guys, um, that fit their, you know, their system and, and what they do. Uh, I, I have a junior big who I like. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take OG over Afrocentric. Um, I I could see that game going either way, but I'm gonna take OG, and I'm gonna come with a bit of a surprise on the other side. I'm gonna take Norway over Taft, um, and I'm gonna take OG to beat Norway in the finals. Wow. So, like to me, Division Three is is there for the taking for. A handful Open of teams. The air. All right, so Division Two, um, Vandalia. We have the Columbus, one of the Columbus District winners. Uh, I think it was the Columbus Two. Uh, Lyndon McKinley, a great story. First district title since two thousand five. They actually went to the state that year. Uh, they were under five hundred coming into the tournament in 05. Um This team was not under five hundred, um, but. Real solid team, uh, winning the uh, beating a, a really good Bloom Carroll team that only had two losses on the year, uh, but they will get a team uh, in Kettering Alter that is very very good. 
Um, also want to shout out to, to Zach Lear for, for making it happen for those fans at Linden being able to, to show up at that game um, down in, in the Dayton area. Uh, the other game is Roger Bacon and Woodward. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, since Roger Bacon left the GCL, um, I, I kind of just lost track of them this year. Um, so, you know, kudos to them for, for getting to the regional. Uh, I am going to take uh, Paul McMillan the fourth and Cincinnati Woodward, and I'm going to take Kettering Alter in the other game, and I'm going to have uh, Kettering Alter winning this region. Subs, what time is it? What's that? What time is it? What time is it? Oh, jeez. 4 p.m. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully the game's not played at 4. <laughs> uh, all right. I, I got 4 p.m. in Woodward. Um, you know, I've been high on this Woodward team all year. You have. I had them um, third in the state in my preseason rankings, only behind St. Ben's St. Mary and Toledo Central Catholic. Uh, but you know who I had fourth? It was Kettering Alter. Um, and I'm going to flip-flop from what my preseason rankings were. <clears throat> I've been really impressed with the Knights. Um, Jacob Connor has stepped up. He's been more aggressive, uh, just using his body better. Um, on the interior, Anthony Ruffalo had a really solid season. Uh, some of their other role guys, Ryan Chu is a senior, uh, AJ Lean, another junior who can make plays. Um, I really like this Alter team. I think it's, uh, I think it's going to be Alter versus Woodward in a great regional final. I'm going to lean Alter. I think it could go either way. Um, but yeah, also want to, uh, give a shout out to Zach for providing the buses. Hopefully, uh, Linden and Afrocentric, they, uh, they make, uh, is it in Dayton? Is it in UD? It's, it's in Butler. Yeah. So hopefully they make Vandalia and Athens a home for a night or two. Um, because it would be cool to get, um, a lot of fans for both of those programs out to the games, especially students. But yeah, I'm going to go with Alter over Woodward. I think these are, Clearly, two of the five best teams in Division Two. All right, so Canton, we have the Cheney Cowboys, uh, who you picked to win the district. Um, I believe I took the Perry Pirates. It's a good pick. Um, and they will be playing Akron St. Vincent St. Mary's. Uh, and then you have Louisville, who you uh, mentioned earlier. Um, and they will be playing uh, another team that you picked uh, to win the district, uh, Cleveland Glenville. So two good, two good outside the. I don't want to say Cheney was outside the box, but Glenville was a little outside the box. I mean, a little bit of an unknown to most people. Um, yeah, there are three as you win between CBC and Glenville. I don't. I don't think there needs to be a whole lot of analysis here. Um, I, I have St. Vincent St. Mary's winning this regional. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I, I'm going to be surprised. So uh, I got a beaten Cheney, and then 
I'm going to take Louisville to beat Glenville. Uh, and then I'm going to take St. V over Louisville. And I don't think either of these two games for St. V will be within 20. Um, I'm going to take Glenville over Louisville. Um, Third Coast Hoops, shout out Steve Newton. Uh, he had a really nice state of the senior guard. But he had like 27 points in their district final game against CVC. And Derek Peterson, um, pretty impressed with highlights. So, um, I think Glenville, it's coming together at the right time for them. So I think they can rise momentum. They Louisville, um, and then run into just an absolute buzzsaw that is Vincent Gray. All right. So Mike and I got the same picks on the left side of the, the region uh, in Division Two. The right side of the region, uh, Athens, uh, we have the Meadowbrook Colts, which uh, was a good pick by you. Um, nope. You didn't I have – Did you Did you flip? East Liverpool. Oh, East Liverpool. East That's Liverpool. right. Um, mm-hmm. I was feeling good about it, too. After they, I think they beat – Yep. And at that point I was feeling good, but uh yeah, try uh try Valley. Yeah. They gave that um went on like an eight run in regulation. I think uh East Liverpool was up by like four with three minutes to go and I valued that run. Yeah, is a is a good run for Meadowbrook. Um Jake Singleton. Uh, yeah, you know, under so their head coach left, um and kind of left the assistant with a, a a pretty good player left in the in the tank. And the, the the former head coach went and took the Union Local Girls job and got them to the state uh, this weekend. Um, but Taryn Jarrett's done a good job of this. I mean, they t- they took they took down the number one seed, um, New Philly took down the number two seed, Tri Valley, um, and so, took down city rival Cambridge in the first round. A yeah. team that took them to overtime in the regular season. Yeah, so um, great job returning. I mean, this is a team that was in the regional final last year and just lost to a better team in the sales. Um, and they're going to get a Heath team that is absolutely scorching right now. Um, and then you have Greenfield, McLean, and Waverly. I think, I think, I think both of these games have a chance to be pretty solid. Um, I'm going to take Heath, and I'm going to take Waverly. Um, in the bottom, and I'm going to take Heath to advance to the Final Four. I, I really like this Heath team. So I actually saw Heath play Waverly last season. Uh, went to overtime. It was a great game. I really want to see it again. Um, I think we're going to see it again. I think Waverly is clicking at the right time after that loss that they took to Colonel Crawford. Um, really, they've been blowing people out. So I like Waverly over McLean. Um, I think Heath has way too much size for Meadowbrook. I think that that could be a 10 to 15 point win for Heath. And then I'm going to take Heath in a real close one over Waverly to make it to Dayton. Um, but I don't think this will be a cakewalk like it sometimes has been for the Columbus uh, Division Two winner. Um, 
I think that I think that Waverly is the sort of team that would have given whether it's Heath, uh, Beechcroft, Buckeye Valley, whoever, a lot of trouble. All right, so Mike and I are three for three here in D2. Um, I'm not sure where Mike is going to go. I think I kind of know where he's going to go down here, but we'll see. So we got Gilmore Academy and Toledo Central Catholic in one semifinal at Bowling Green. And we also have St. Mary's, uh, the, the Rough Riders, against Huron. So this is interesting because uh, Gilmore Academy knocked off Bookdol, who was short a couple of players following uh, the altercation. Yeah, they were short their two tallest rotation players. Okay. And I believe Brandon Rose, a wing, and Ryan Mueller combined for like 53. Um, so definitely had an impact. Um, but I think going into the game, even a full-strength Bookdale, um could have easily lost to Gilmore. Um, so I don't think you should take anything away from what Gilmore did, um, but it definitely did have an impact because uh, the matchups defensively for Bookdale weren't the same against the Gilmore big guys. So St. Mary's is in the bottom, and they'll take on Huron. Um, two really good teams as well. Um, Gilmore Academy and Toledo CC is interesting. Uh, I could see Gilmore winning this game. I, I really could. Yeah, so could I. Um, but I'm I'm gonna play it safe. I think it's safe. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go safe here and go Toledo CC. And then the bottom man, for me, it's hard to pick against St. Mary's and Dan Hagemeyer. I mean, this guy, this guy has won. Um, you know, a, a state championship. Uh, he won one in 87 at UD Arena in the two years it was at UD Arena. He won one in 93 at St. John Arena. He won one in 08 at Value City Arena. And he's got a chance to go back to UD Arena here. Uh, so you think 87. So you 35 years later, he's got a chance to go back to UD. Uh, with the big fella, Austin Parks. So I'm going to take Toledo CC against St. Mary's. Although I like this Huron team. I saw them the other night um, in their district, uh, what was that, district semifinal against Norwalk, um, who wasn't a, a great Norwalk team. But um, Huron is a very balanced team. But I, I like Parks is just going to be a, a mismatch. And... Um, Toledo CC and St. Mary's in the uh, in the regional final. I'm going to take an upset here. I'm going to go with St. Mary's. Okay. Um, let me ask you this. How much of a home court advantage are you giving Toledo Central Catholic over Gilmore? How much does that matter? Game at BG. Mm. I don't think a whole lot. Interesting. Because last year in this region, Lima Shawnee played Bookdale, and the game was at Elida, 
Yeah. Um, Shawnee definitely packs more fans than what Toledo Central Catholic probably will. Um, but I definitely think you were, if you watched the game on live stream like I did, uh, there was a lot of cheering after every Shawnee bucket and not a ton after every Bookville bucket. Yeah. And I do think that does play a factor. And I think especially game like this, Toledo Central Catholic versus Gilmore, probably going to come down to the end of the game. I think that just having that crowd support is uh, going to be a difference. I like Toledo Central Catholic um, to win that one. And then I really like the Dylan Holler kid. I um, think he is going to be highly sought after by OAC um, and maybe NAIA programs uh, starting this summer. But, yeah, I think Austin Parks, I don't know if Huron has anybody to guard him, really. So I am going to go Toledo Central Catholic over St. Mary's Memorial. All right, so that was the only one that we differed on. Um, all right, so on the left side of the bracket, uh, I think we're going to get the state championship game, and I hate saying this, but I, I think the two best teams in the state are going to play in the semifinal. Let me say that. I don't think it's as clear as it was last year at all. Uh, oh, you mean with Shawnee and St. V, yeah. Because I think Toledo Central Catholic is as good of a three. I yeah, think that, they're right. I mean, they beat Word of God. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so, fair. Um, so I will take St. Vincent, St. Mary's to beat Alter. Um, and then on the other side of the bracket... Um, I am going to take Keith to advance to the state final where St. Vincent St. Mary's will beat Heath in the championship game. Man, you just want to see 270 teams fall at the hands of your <laughs> choice. Uh, uh, I will go with St. V over Alter, and I will go with Toledo Central Catholic over... Heath. Uh, Heath, yes. And then St. V over Toledo Central Catholic. And I think Sincere Harris will finalize his case for Mr. Basketball. And you can tell me if I'm wrong. There's no way there's been two separate kids go back to back at the same high school for Mr. Basketball, has there? I'd have to think about it, but I, I can't think off the top of my head. I, I think that would be very, very surprising. So yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's a couple finish. kids with with very legitimate cases, uh, like last year. Um, I was the one banging the drum that Mangus deserved at least very, very strong consideration against Malachi. Yeah. Um, and then this year, I think. Right now, I'm leaning towards sincere, um, but you could make cases for um, a couple different guys. Yeah, I think um, I think Sean Jones could definitely be 
in that conversation. Um, I mean, and you know, a couple other guys, but Sean Jones comes to mind for sure uh, to me. Especially Sean, Paul McMillan, if he yeah. makes it to the Final Four. Sure. Um, I think I think if Devin Royal leads his team to the Final Four, that's going to be a strong case. Um, I man, I want to say anybody on Centerville because like all three of them are so important that yeah. they just like unfortunately they take away. Yeah, from... they take away votes from each other. And mm-hmm. they they all they all have a significant important you know a significant role in what they do but it's you know it's a you know a lot of times it's a is there a guy like if if there's a senior that's committed to Ohio State I mean that's gonna usually get and he had a good season that's gonna get first priority and and then and then they look okay nobody all right let's go seniors and then that's where you're looking at McMillan Harris Sean Jones um I think Devin Royal could definitely be in that conversation next year, uh, but we'll see. So let's uh, let's finish it out here. Division one Wednesday night. I'll tell you what, we got a big doubleheader um, at Ohio Dominican. You got picks, yeah, we do. Picks Central and Upper Arlington at six, uh, and then in the nightcap, which I just think is going to be absolutely bonkers. Uh, is Gahanna and Westerville South uh, just because I know Westerville South is not going to change how they play. It doesn't matter who they play. They're going to play the same way. Um, and I just think that's such an intriguing game with the way South gets after it on defense and Sean Jones's abilities to make plays. Um, I want to see South full court press Gahanna and just see what, I mean, Sean Jones just, like it's just, there's so many things that that could happen in that game. Um, I think you know, I think South could possibly turn the other guards over for Gehanna um, and make it difficult on them. But as long as it's in Sean's hands, um, and he's such a dynamic playmaker uh, and a willing passer too. I mean, he's a guy that could easily probably get 35 a night. Um, but the other game, the the I mean. You know who I'm riding with in the opener. Um, I really? Think, yeah. So, I mean, I, I know think, you love teams that shoot the ball yeah. and have a ton of seniors. Yeah, yeah. And have a coach that's been to state title games. Yeah. So I think I know you're taking up Arlington. Yeah, right. Um, so I think. All facts, I said, Stubbs. It was facts, yeah. Um, unfortunately, Pick Central saw a team that was very similar to that on on Saturday. Um, I think some of the other guys for upper, upper Olentangy Liberty shot the ball a little bit better than they made. Not, not Cooper Davis, but the other guys, I know they can make shots, but they were hitting them at a very high clip on Saturday. They only had 10 points outside of Cooper in the first half. Pick central. Really was only the second half. Yeah. And pick central. I mean, it, it just, it was not their best performance. And in the tournament, you're going to have to win a game like that when you're not playing your best. And they did. Um, Styles being in foul trouble hurt, uh, takes away his aggression and his athleticism. Turner stepped up big, um, kept a minute in the first half, uh, and then buried the three uh, in the second half because they were going to have to hit an outside shot um, because Liberty was just packing the paint and swarming Royal. 
so they finally were able to hit the shot and end up getting the win. The Gehanna uh, game was not close. Everybody kind of knew that. Um, Westerville South Jerome was absolutely just so much fun. That game was so much fun to watch. Um, I think we're going to get a pick central Gehanna rematch. And um, it doesn't really matter. I'm, I'm not, so I'm not going to pick against pick central. So um, I'll let you, I'll let you do the analytics here. So I'll, I'll take pick central to advance. So um, I got a lot of flack uh, from, I was talking with a pick central assistant before the game. And he was like, what do you think is going to play out in the central region? And I'm like, I think Gahanna's playing better basketball than Pick Central is right now. Um, but in the Bills, Roy being a little banged up, Styles being a little banged up. Um, and that was before the game against Olentangy Liberty, where Pick Central looked very vulnerable. Um, <clears throat> I think that they are in kind <laughs> But I, if I were pick central, I would have much rather seen Reynoldsburg or Brownsburg just beat them. Um, but I think this Upper Arlington team going to get them a lot of trouble. I think that is going to go down a little weird again. I'm going to lean with pick central, but um, Upper Arlington got two wings. I can really score the basketball. So I'm kind of interested to see how picks will mess up. Um, it seems like you're going to head on Graves, Styles probably on Heath. So then does Royal guard Quinn Warner? Um, is Central a lot bigger than a lot of the teams they play? Like, you play hitting Styles and Royal together against these teams like Olentangy Liberty in Upper Arlington, I think that provides some defense for Central because their kids aren't as quick laterally because um, they're just way bigger. So I think that that's a really tight game. And then Gahanna West South, I suppress South twice in the first month of the season. They did not impress me at all. I saw them in the district centers against Western North. Um, and I said, this is a team that can win the region. So um, I think that you're in for a treat. Um, Westerville South is production freshman Cruz Blur, who did play early in the year when I saw them. Isaiah Johnson had eight total points in two games that I saw. Um, and now he is playing fantastic basketball. I'm going to lean Gehanna over, but if you were given the up Arlington plus five, I'm taking them against the spread. And if you're giving me over three with Westerville South, I'm taking them spread. Um, but I am going to go with Gehanna over UA if you pick winners, but um, I think both of these are going down, down to the wire. So you've got Gehanna advancing out of here. Is that what you're? 
Is that what you're about? Yep. But like I said, if you were, uh, I look at Vegas odds for Cowboys all the time. at a line. I'm going four and a half first game, pick Central up Arlington, and I'd go maybe two and a half towards Gahan and Gahan Western South game. Yeah, I, I think that Dre Carter is a very tough matchup for Gahanna. They don't have anybody, um, obviously. have to be Whiteside. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just such a tough matchup because he's he's so versatile, um, you know, and long and rangy and, and defensively, too. He, I mean, he can guard almost every position uh, with that length. But moving down to, to Cleveland, um, we've got Hoban and Uniontown Green, and then you got St. Ed against Mentor. Um, to me, I mean, can't ever count out Coach Krasancic. I mean, he's, he's so good, he's so good at what he does. Um, I know uh, you were telling me Brush had um, was down a, a key player. Uh, in that game, but uh, I'll tell you what, man, Akron Hoban is playing great basketball right now. I mean, they, they are um, they they are playing as well as they have played all season at the right time. Um, Green, just a real solid program, man. Here they are again. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Hoban, man. I, I think they're so hot right now. Um, and then I'm going to take St. Edward to beat Menor in the bottom. Um, and then I am going to take Hoban to beat St. Ed's in the regional final. Oh. Wow. Um, so there are three teams left in Division One I haven't seen in person yet this year. And they are all in this region. They are Green, Hope, and Matt. Um, so it makes my decision on where to go on Wednesday really easy. Unfortunately, uh, it's the only region where the game is set days. So I won't get to see Eds versus Menor, but uh, I am planning on going to Green versus Hope. Um, going to be very there. For me to see a regional semifinal in Division One between teams I haven't seen all year, um, I'm taking advantage of that opportunity. Um, I'm going to lean green, but uh, these are two teams I haven't seen all season in person. Um, so I'm really just excited to see what these teams got because uh, they're to me. I really know what they have. Um, I've seen green in past seasons. I've seen uh, some of the husbands on a grass circuit. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, I'm going to lean green, but I'm not going to act like I'm an expert on either team. And then um, I'm really disappointed we're not getting the Battle of Team USA coaches. Uh, but, yeah, I think Ed has no trouble. Um, with Mentor, and I'm going to take Ed's over Green. I think that's a really uh, solid regional final. Um, I feel like they played before in a regional final. Was that the matchup um, 
in like 2019. Yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, it had to have been because 20, I think it, it had everyone to was looking forward yep. to Ed's Menor, and then Caleb Martin was like, "Y'all ain't getting Ed's Menor." Yep, I'm here. Um, so yeah. All right. So left side of the bracket, Mike's got Gehanna, and he's got um, Saint Ed's, and I've got Pick Central, and I've got Akron Hoban. On the right side of the bracket, uh, Cincinnati, you got the only, I guess, Cincinnati area team uh, in Fairfield who beats a Walnut Hills team. Uh, and then the rest of the teams in here are from the G-Walk. Uh, the, the first, second, and third place G-Walk teams, Fairfield will get Huber Heights Wayne, and Fairmont will get their third crack at Centerville. Um, I am going to go with, I think we're going to get Fairfield against Centerville in the regional final. Um, and I'm going to take Centerville to advance and win this regional. The two potential games that that Centerville could lose in this tournament, in my opinion, are the games and this type against a Gehanna or Pick Central. I think those are the only they could lose. I ended up Centerville, um, but Fairmont was really, really impressive on um, Sunday, they did the size advantage that Sycamore had. Sycamore jumped out to a 6 nothing lead, got three easy laps, and Fairmont was took shots. And I was like, oh, this might be the mismatch that I thought. Um, and then Fairmont went out and 60% from the field, 60% three, and 86% from the free throw line, uh, and had no trouble. Um, Deshaun Doucette and Anthony Johnson are playing at a very high level. Um, and their other four dudes who regularly see the court, all juniors, they all can shoot well. Just a really complete team. I think they are very, very, very well coached. They don't follow a um, I really like this fair team. I've seen them again. Um, they were they were better this time than the first time I remember. First time I saw the person they beat. We're kind of the loop. Um, so I am gonna take Centerville. I'm gonna take Fairfield. I think uh, I think Coach Martindale has done a good job with in this year. Um, Laurent Rice uh, is developing into um, that high major prospect. He's starting to put up the numbers that you would expect a high major prospect to put up. Um, I think he had like 35, 37 in a victory over Fairmont at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. um, he had a big game in the district final. Um, so good on them. But I think Fairfield got a couple more dudes when the game got tough at the end. Logan Woods back-to-back three-pointers. Uh, they made their free throws. Um, so I'm going to go with Centerville over Fairfield in the regional final. 
but yeah, this that Centerville Fairmont game is uh, going to be appointment television in Southwest Ohio. Yeah, I know I will be watching it on the car ride back from Copley because I am not driving to Copley. My dad is, so I'll be in the passenger seat watching Centerville Fairmont on my phone. All right, so final region, Toledo region. You got Cleveland Heights, real nice story, um, advancing uh, out of the Copley district. And then Cleveland St. Ignatius um, will play Cleveland Heights. And then in the bottom, you've got <clears throat> Quincy Simpson's Lima Senior squad against Sylvania Northview, uh, who's had an excellent season. I'm going to go with uh, Cleveland St. Ignatius over Cleveland Heights. I think before the season started, I think uh, it would have been hard for me to not believe that St. Ignatius wouldn't have been in the conversation as one of the final four teams. Um, and I think they are now. Uh, and then in the bottom, I like the guard play. I like the toughness of Lima Sr., um, I'm going to take Lima Senior to beat Sylvania Northview. And then in the uh, regional final, I'm going to take Lima Senior to return to the state tournament um, and get their shot at Centerville in the state semis. Mm, these, these games are tough. Um... I I go back and forth. So I think it was kind of interesting that despite being the two seed, Shaker jumped on Brexville and Cleveland Heights got the 12 seed where it was two versus five and four versus 12 in the district semis. So Cleveland Heights kind of got the easy path. Brexville had to really fight. Um, to get to the district final, and then Cleveland Heights beat Brexville. And then Ignatius got a lot of respect. The next highest-seeded team to go in with them was the sixth seed in Brunswick, who gave Ignatius a really tight game mm -hmm. uh, in the O'Leary Catholic District. Uh, both of these teams, they seem like they're clicking right now. Um, Heights has a lot of depth, a lot of toughness. Um, you know, throughout the years, they've had a lot of Division One level talent, and they don't have any of those kids this year, but they're tough. Um, they get production from seven kids on a consistent basis. Um, I'm going to go with Heights. And, oh, Lima Senior, Sylvania, Northview. I could go either way on this one. Um, I think Northview might play for basketball right now. Um, but Lima Senior beat them comfortably in the regular season. And they've been the top dogs in Northwest Ohio. So I think it would be a little foolish to bet against Lima Senior right now just because they did it in the regular season and they've done it pretty much year after year after year, getting to that regional final. 
So I'm going to go Lima Senior over Northview, and I'm going to take Lima Senior to make it to state as well. Um, I honestly, I think I texted you this morning. I don't even know if I took Lima Senior. <laughs> I'm going to check. Uh, yeah. I did. I did take Lima Senior. So I stuck with what I picked about nine hours ago. Yeah. Okay. So here's what we got. Division one, you've got Gahanna, Eds, Centerville, and Lima Senior. I have Pick Central, Hoban, Centerville, Lima Senior. I'm going to take Pick Central to beat Hoban. Um, and I'm going to take Centerville to beat Lima Senior. So we've got Centerville and Pick Central in the finals. And if, if, if Biles is back. You think Biles might be back? Just, just trust me. If Biles is back. I got trust Stubbs over the assistant coach. Trust me. If, by, if, it's a small chance, but if he's back, um, they would have a much better opportunity against the Elks because he brings that juice to that team. Um, he gives them another athletic guy that can make athletic plays and take away um, pretty much anybody defensively. He's that good of an athlete. Mike, give me the Tigers. Give me Pick Central. <laughs> no. Give me Pick Central to end that somebody winning unplug streak. His Mike, I know it's his podcast, but somebody unplug it. <laughs> give me um, Pick Central to end that winning streak in a classic at UD Arena. There is no doubt about it that Centerville will be the fan favorite. But the purple and white are standing tall when the dust settles on Sunday night on March 20th. Mark it down. I hope your phone has a full charge for that game. <laughs> well, I got a flip. I got to get a flip phone. But no, yeah, I, I, um, I would be absolutely surprised if, if Centerville is not the team coming out of the right side of the bracket and playing. I, I just keep picturing that you know, if these guys have that opportunity to play in that championship game with that winning streak still on the line, obviously being so close to UD Arena, I mean, it's going to be really hard. Uh, that crowd is just going to will that. You know what I mean? It's just going to be insane. Um, I will say I was a little disappointed in the Centerville fanfare for the district final game against Dakota West. Mm-hmm. Maybe other fans knew they were going to be up 27 to 4 and were like, oh, we'll save it for a little save, later. Save the gas. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm rolling uh, Gehanna over Eds, uh, Centerville over Lima Senior, and uh, Centerville over Gehanna. We're going to keep it simple. That would, be a fun, that would be a fun state final as well. I mean, for uh, sure. I, I actually have seen the two teams play. They played at um, a team camp over the summer, uh, and Centerville won. But 
I think they might have had Mike Sharav jams. I they did. They did have Mike Sharav jams on uh the team for that game. But I had I mean yeah, that, I mean that was fun to watch. Just uh also a rough day for Gahanna. They also lost to Woodward that day. So yeah. they took losses to Centerville and Woodward. Not a it was not their best showing, but I think uh that's uh that's my pick. That was my pick in the preseason, Centerville over Gahanna. And um despite there being times where I didn't think Gahanna was gonna do it, um I'm back on their train. Well, Mike, I appreciate your um, analysis. Uh, you've seen so many of these teams. And for me, that was just a lot of fun. And, um, you know, hopefully uh, hopefully some of these picks turn out. And uh, it's going to be a fun two weeks here uh, on the boys, boys' side of things. So uh, safe travels to you as you're making your way around the state. And I'm sure we will talk soon, man. Oh, of course. It's, uh, man, all these games at the end of the year are going to be interesting. It's, uh, it's nice to see old gyms again after last year. It's, uh, yeah. it's going to be a pretty, pretty fun week. I almost preferred the 10 days Friday to start the district finals up until that Saturday to the regionals. Those are the best days. Yeah of the season. Yeah. Um, you get the little all and the state tournament's cool, but I think that first Friday district finals to the next Saturday regional finals doesn't get any better than this. All right. Well, for Mike Roth of prep hoops, Ohio, I'm Kurt Stubbs with Ohio high school hoops, and we're going to sign off.